Kitty and Cooter. The, the, the people that didn't get to see them yeah. from out at uh, Farmer's Market. There you go. Yeah. Since you're, oh. you're doing the special don't, effects. Don't there. drop it. It could yeah. be for Julie. All right. Look at that. Yes, There's the new the Mike new. and John bumper sticker yeah. or you laptop can, sticker. You can stick it wherever you like. <laughs> Put it on a shirt. Make That's what own. we were telling people yesterday. <laughs> hey, stick, stick wherever this wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, so a pretty good turnout for the, uh, the first... Uh, Howell Farmer's Market of yeah. the season. Despite the gray skies, people out enjoying. and uh, You know, as we were leaving, the sun kind of came out. I don't right. know if it had anything to do with it, yeah. with the uh, oh, timing, going. I think. So. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank Donna for giving us an 8-track. Right. Yo, be, yo Mama's 8-track. That's, that's exactly what yeah. she said, too. We ran into Donna, and uh, she... In the alley. In the, we ran into she her in the alley. She chased us At down first we the thought, alley. uh-oh. She came, uh-oh. <laughs> a lady holding a yeah. bag. She goes, and she's like, I want to talk to you. We're like, oh, oh no, boy. we're in an alley. What's in the bag? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but Donna very, uh, yeah. said uh, she had some T-shirts from a previous... Employer, employer yeah. and she wanted us to <laughs> shred them. Uh, <laughs> we didn't have the shredder with no, us. No, we did not. But well, we, we'll we, one. we said, hang on to those. Yes, they could be worth something. We may have something to do with that in the future. Yeah. But we did take the 8-track yeah. that she had. And so it's going to become yeah. a part of this is now the collection. Yeah, yeah so, um, yeah. so we'll talk about our farmer's market visit in, in just a few minutes. It's, it's so. actually a good good holder for my phone while you do the news, <laughs> okay. which is brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. All right, here's what's going on. The Livingston County Board of Commissioners will get another look at a multi-million dollar transportation grant request tonight. The Livingston Essential Transportation Service, or LETS, is requesting authorization to apply for capital grant funding in the amount of $10 million under the fiscal year 2022 Bus and Bus Facilities Discretionary Grant Program. That request is on the agenda for the General Government and Health and Human Services meeting, which starts at 6 o'clock tonight. According to a letter from Let's Director uh, Greg Kellogg, the funding would be used to purchase land and construct a new facility in the Brighton area that would serve as a satellite operations center for Let's, as well as a transit hub for Michigan Flyer and other regional transit connections. This is the third time Let's has requested the grant. Previous attempts were rejected as being too broad, so this request is for a smaller plot of land. The facility was among the recommendations made in the 2019 Transit Master Plan. Kellogg says the application, which is due May 31st, is the initial step in securing funds and planning for the facility. 
According to a post on the Country Stars Facebook page, it looks like Luke Bryan and other musical acts will perform September 17th for the third show in the Six Stop Tour. Tickets for the show will go on sale Thursday. Bryan previously played in Livingston County to 20,000 fans last September at a 40-acre hayfield off Sherwood Road in Conway Township between Weberville and Fowlerville. The land, which is owned by the Kubiak family, will host the return concert. And the many volunteers who've worked to make downtown Howell a great place to live, work, play, and stay were recognized last week by Howell Main Street and Downtown Development Authority. The annual applause awards were held on the second floor at Block Brewing with a spring fling theme where outstanding city volunteers and business leaders were recognized for their dedication and commitment. The winners included Clark Gill, owner of Aberrant Ales. He was the volunteer of the year. David McDonald won the Mighty Main Streeter Award. And Shannon Harvey was named as the Downtown Hero. How Main Street COO Kate Litwin said the award ceremony is one of the most important evenings of the year as downtown stakeholders come together to celebrate those who've shared their time and talents to benefit downtown Hall. And that's what's going on. And news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, downtown Brighton. Mother's Day coming up this Sunday. Still time to get a great deal on a beautiful gift from Cooper and Binkley, uh, Binkley Jewelers. Give mom something she really wants. Matter of fact, if you spend $200, you'll save $30. Spend $300, you'll save $50. Spend over $500 at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, you'll save $100. And of course, uh, lots of things going on. A free gift with purchase of over uh, $300 for uh, Mom's Day. Yeah, which is coming up, of course, Sunday. this Sunday. But prior to that, we'll be over at Cooper and Binkley. What are we going to... Oh, yeah, we have to Friday. clean out the back room. Well, yeah. Uh, we've got to sweep up for... Uh, for the customers, right. got to clean the counters, and we need to give away a beautiful oh, uh, Zagani necklace, diamond and gold twist. I'd like the twist, please. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's what I order when I go to the ice cream place. Right, that's him. All right, so in our trivia question from last night, our Sunday night trivia for this Monday morning, our qualifier, right, that could win that beautiful twist. The question, what it had to do with. What happened during this thing called COVID-19? What happened? Where did April go? Where did, where did COVID go? Yeah. Nowhere yet. No. Anyway, yes. uh, the question was, back in 2019, sales of this particular item were kind of, uh. But when COVID hit, yeah. they went up by 20%. Right. Go ahead and read the question. You just did. Well, I kind of summarized. Okay, well, it's the same thing. Stats show sales of these were so big in 2020. How big were and they? Then you John? asked yourself, how big oh, were it's they? Kind of one of those. Okay. <laughs> did match you, game did you laugh at I your did. own joke I as said, you wrote that on Facebook? On. Yeah. And how big were they? <laughs> My G. They burned okay. tenfold. Well, let me tell you, Mike. They were so big. They were so big. They rose by 20% <laughs> since the year before. Right. We had a lot of great guests, of course. Mm. Uh, wipes and toilet paper kind of topped the list right. as far as the most automatic guests. weaponry. Yeah, well, a lot of people, you know, and I know people that went out and bought guns and bullets because yeah. that's how you get rid of cold. Because they're coming to take your guns. Well, yeah, they are. The, the gun makers were happy about that, Smith and Wesson. Yeah. Uh, bread makers. Yeah. That pets. Pretty, yeah. Uh, clocks, cleaning wipes. I mean, that was sort, those are Games sort of the obvious answers. Yeah. Right, right. Games and puzzles. Were uh, bicycles, kayaks. Yeah. Uh, in-app spending. I thought that was an interesting answer because we're all home on our phones, but, you know. Uh, pool. I know pool sales went up. Um, <laughs> we can't go anywhere. Let's build a pool. Right. <laughs> so, uh, latex gloves, video games, uh, 
Yeah, but bicycles another popular answer. It was. All right. And it, you know those are all great guesses and some of those may have went up by 20%. But right. Our our answer this morning is I had to give a clue. And what I was going to say and I go, "No, that would be a John King clue." <laughs> it's what Elvin wanted for Christmas. Hey, but you know, no, wait, I said you no. make fun of me. I know. Who's I, the one who wrote on Facebook? How big were they? <laughs> anyway, go on. Stop the arguing. <laughs> the answer was hula hoops. Hula hoops. Hula hoops. And what was the sales of hula hoops in 2021? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to bring in a hula hoop and have John do it, but. I didn't, no. I didn't think of that. No, so. we'd have to another censor yeah. thing we'd have to do. <laughs> we don't um, want the pants on yeah. so, Katie Gardner. Yeah. Congratulations. First one. Right. Congratulations to Katie. Hoops. So um wanna thank all the folks that we, we had a chance to uh chat with and uh visit with their booths at the uh Howell Farmers Market yesterday. What a great time. And as soon as we walked up, Brenda one of our viewers yeah. came up and did a little serenade. She did. Us. That was she, great. She started singing. Our theme song. Yeah. So thank you, Brenda. Right. Do, do we have it? Yeah. It's playing oh, right it's now. playing right now. I'm Shh. sorry. I didn't play. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that kind of started things off. And then we, we took our tour of, uh, of the farmer's market. And uh, yes. basically, we're smart asses to everybody that we talked to. I don't to. know. Uh, and most people were like, who are these people? Why yeah. are you talking to me? Get out. Do you have any? Are you buying anything? No. Then shut up and get yeah. your phone out of here. Um, so what was the name of the uh, dog biscuit place we stopped at? Because there was a lot of dogs downtown Howell yesterday. There were. I almost brought Rocky, my, yeah. my pet. And then I was like, no, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. And, uh, and they have to bring the little Because I'm, I'm running the camera, and I have to yeah. walk a dog and pick up his things. And then he's, you know. <laughs> and one thing leads to yeah, another. Yeah, I was like, no, that's okay. But, but yeah. yeah. There were some, some pretty cool uh, There were and... very, very cool things that were going on. And then people were very friendly. And, uh, yeah, we, we enjoyed talking. And then, as you mentioned, we ran into Donna in the alley. Yes, uh, Donna. With the 8-track. He pulled out an 8-track like a switchblade. <laughs> like, ah! um, <laughs> So uh, we stopped by um, Uptown Coffee House yes. and, and talked with Lorna, and she was uh, telling us about the whole renovation that's going to go on there later this year. And we said, when are you doing that? And she yeah. said, well, after Melon Fest. And uh, that's when we said, well, we're not going to be around because we don't want to have to help. Well, right. No, that, so. That's what John said. That's like, it's like when a friend says, hey, I'm going to be moving. And going, I'll be busy. <laughs> I didn't say when. I don't know. Whatever it is, I'm busy. Somebody said to us, too, while we were downtown, um, I'm surprised Tony's dogs isn't here. Right. And I said, well, I saw Tony on my way in at, the, at Ace Hardware. Right. And so I stopped by to see Tony yesterday. How is Tony? And, Tony is the, Tony's Tony. <laughs> Tony's great. Tony is a is a, a community institution. He really is. Yeah. And you know, I had a great visit with Tony from Tony's Dogs, and, and he didn't ask me to say this, but I'm gonna anyway. Okay. If you're looking for something for your kids' graduation party or maybe a picnic this summer, why not have Tony's Dogs come by? Well, why not? You know, I mean, you get the entertainment. Get hot dogs and don't forget the pull of sausages. Well, yeah. And then every now and then he would say to John, "Hey, John, I got a sausage." For you. <laughs> he goes, "Hey, I got some Polish over hey, here for hey, you, buddy." <laughs> I know. It's psst. almost like he's the guy. Hey, psst. hey, hey. Do you want a Do you want a sausage? Want a little, it's uh, it's a it's a brat. Yeah. You see, <laughs> and it's right next to the dogs, but it's for you, John. But, but Tony's the man. But he asked how you were, yeah. and I, I said yeah. you were okay. <laughs> I didn't say he's great. A, I'd like to see how that covers. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, whatever. just yeah, he's, see him every day. He's king, whatever. Um, <laughs> but he, he said he misses us. Yeah. 
Well, we missed Tony. Time. Yeah, I mean, that, it was great visit, uh, catching up with him. So, all right. Uh, so Tony's for, dogs, free plug there for for Tony. Yeah, I didn't get any. I didn't get a free hot dog. Yeah. It wasn't Dogola. Dogola. He did offer me one, but Dog-ola. I didn't take. I was like, no, Tony, yeah. you sell that to somebody. Right, right. You know, so that's his uh, business. So. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, let's yeah. complete the plug. Okay. All right. Five one seven. Oh, you're gonna go ahead. Yeah. I'm just throwing a picture like, of Tony. Hey, it's a two five one seven three seven five six nine six two. Give Tony a call. Yeah, and he can do parties, events. He tells jokes yeah. too with the dog. He does. It's a dog and a Tony dog. is a fun guy. <laughs> I know. I mean, so, we've seen him through the goes, years at the various events, you know, uh, festivals and things that are going on, and uh, he he's yeah. always a pretty fun guy. Yeah, he is. So it was great uh, catching up with Tony yesterday. Uh, what else do we have to cover today as far as uh, things going on? Well. Let me tell you, Mike. Do tell me. We have a lot to cover. <laughs> yes. All right. We want to welcome our new sponsor to Mike and John Got It Going On, and that's the Howell Education Association. They building... think we need an education. Yeah, well, good and luck. That's why we're here. They're going to have to work on that all, all month. Right. Building futures together by promoting and celebrating excellence in the teaching profession, the Howell Education Association, expanding on National Teacher Appreciation Week, which is this week, and they're highlighting and celebrating excellence in local teaching. They're going to be doing it for the whole month of May right here on Mike and John Got It Going On. Yes, Teachers are being spotlighted this month. They've been nominated by their HEA colleagues as examples of teaching excellence. The Howell Education Association serves its membership through collaboration and advocacy at the district, county, and state levels with the goal of supporting teachers and their professional efforts in local schools and classrooms. The Howell Education Association, local teachers working together for student success. So we want to welcome the Howell Education Association on board as a sponsor here on Mike and John. Got it going on. And um, in just a few minutes, we're going to be uh, actually uh, talking uh, with uh, one of the members of the Howell Education Association about things that are going on. And uh, All right. So we got four or five minutes till we do that. So I know. Go ahead and fill time. Well, I would, I'm doing the show. Okay. Would you like to join me? <laughs> Well, I don't know. You kind of, you know, you these kind of sponsors over. paid us money. <laughs> they kind of have so kind of taken it, over. It might be a good idea, <laughs> to, to, you know, to do the show. To fulfill. Oh, well, I, yeah. I had plans on that, yeah. but you I'm know sure what else goes along with education? Prom. Do you remember your prom? All right, we we don't want to remember your prom. You don't remember my prom because it wasn't prom. You keep thinking it's prom. Oh, it's it was homecoming. Homecoming. You're bringing up the old homecoming memory. I don't want you, which I've shared freely. It's not like it's some. (laughs) No, hold on. We're going to get that sponsored. Okay, are we? John's dumping of the. That's right. (laughs) It's time for John's tragic high school memories. Brought to you by (laughs) McNightLights.com. Do you have a picture of your tragic high school? The prom date that you're there. Your prom. Date that dumped you? Well, you want to have that as a nightlight, obviously, and with you know Mother's Day rapidly approaching, what better gift to give your mom than a picture you know. of you, the girl that dumped you at prom? <laughs> give your mom that special one of a kind gift at Mcnightlights.com. They turn that 3D, uh, they turn that photo into a 3D printed nightlight. It's a I great new way to bring that. old photos back to life. Each nightlight comes with its base and bulb, twenty dollars each. You buy more than one, they're fifteen dollars each. Just go to McNightlights.com and place you know. your order today, and you can have a picture of the girl that dumped you after she made you drive to Windsor. Wow. Okay. Because <laughs> I gotta go to Windsor before we go to prom. I got. Let's go to win. Well, it wasn't prom. It was homecoming. Remember, whatever. Gosh, and uh, and so yeah. So we went to went to Windsor. I pulled into the driveway, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go in here, and I'll be." (laughs) And I'm like, 
20 minutes because I'm like, what the hell's going on? You know, pre-cell phone, so you know I, what, it's not like I you can, know. You know what would have got her? Yeah. If you would have pulled up in the Wienermobile. <laughs> this is because true. that's yeah. what Oscar Mayer is doing. They're holding a contest for high school seniors to win a ride to prom in the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. You got to admit. The, that, you got to admit. <laughs> that would be memorable. And I guess they're doing it via uh, but, TikTok. You, you put your entry in via TikTok. Is there a subtle message... Do you think if you're the guy and you pull up to pick up your date in the Wienermobile? Is that like having a truck with really big tires? Do you think you're sending a message somewhat compensating? Some sort of expectation for the evening? Well, (laughs) hey, want to get the Wienermobile? Maybe locally you pull up in Tony's dog's truck. Now that would be classic. classic. Would it not? You pull up in the Wienermobile, I I think any father's going to be like, get the shotgun. All right. <laughs> okay. yeah, I don't think you're going no, in a wiener mobile. You're not taking my daughter in so, a wiener mobile. <laughs> so let me ask you this though. I mean I've I know that Wiener Mobile has done a tour of the country and everything. Right. They've got like eleven, twelve wiener mobiles or whatever. What? But there's um, more than one? But Okay. You know, you got the, the driver the the seating to drive. Right. But what's in the back of the wiener mobile? That's what you gotta wonder. Wieners. <laughs> and bugs. <laughs> smells, like smells like hot dogs yeah. in here. All right, it's time for our community spotlight. And you know what they fill up the uh, radiator with? Mustard. Hot dog juice. Oh. <laughs> Hot dog water. <laughs> Keeping it cool. Yeah, yeah, right. All right. Greg Talberg is our, uh, yeah. Talberg is our uh, community spotlight today from the Howell Education Association. Good morning, Greg. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's uh, Mike and John from Mike and John Got It Going On. And Greg is a social studies teacher at Howell High School. And, uh, Greg, we just uh, mentioned that the Howell Education Association, uh, the new sponsor here on Mike and John Got It Going On. And uh, uh, this is National Teacher Appreciation Week, correct? That's what I heard. <laughs> That's what they're telling you. Yeah. Well, you know, you guys get showered with so much appreciation these days. It's hard to keep it all straight, right? Yeah, well, you know, most on most days I would say the balance of the job is much more rewarding than um, than otherwise. So we uh, we get plenty of appreciation uh, in a lot of unseen ways from parents and kids day in and day out, probably a lot more than some other uh, people do in their professions. But it is always nice to, to be recognized and appreciated. So you, now, you know, obviously uh, the profession of teaching has uh, come under scrutiny or in the spotlight, so to speak, or under the microscope, however you want to frame it. Um, you recently wrote an op-ed for uh, Bridge Magazine uh, for Bridge, Michigan, and you were talking about this, and it's the whole notion that uh, that schools or teachers are, quote-unquote, indoctrinating kids. Um and, you know, I think the, the, the main thing I took away from this, and it was very well written, I thought it was very interesting what you were saying, but you basically said, look, this is a made-up conflict, it's really damaging because it's, it, it damages the morale for educators, and it's, uh, there is no war that's happening between parents and schools. But I thought most importantly what you said was educators do not want to replace parents, you want to partner with families and communities. Expand on that a little bit. Well, I think, you know, I was, um, I'm part of... I was doing, uh, and we've done it, we bring new teachers on board. So we actually. You know what, Greg? Hey, Greg, Greg. you're you're kind of breaking up a little bit. I don't know if you, uh, if you can maybe. In my classroom and I don't have windows. (laughs) Am I a little better here? Yep. Sound good. All right. right. Let's, let's roll from there. So sorry about that. Um, so I, you know, we have now in how public schools, their mentor or mentee teacher 
training program. And so that enables us to kind of connect, uh, make sure new teachers feel supported and comfortable. Pillars of that program is actually that we are here to serve the community, serve kids, and serve our parents. And so I think if you look at um, schools and education in general, you're going to find from uh, the cafeteria to our central office that that partnering with parents and making sure that they are part of the process and include is actually one of the pillars of what we do in public schools. Right. Um, which is why you know I think it's a bit of a shame that people are giving um, a different impression of what we're doing. Well, wouldn't that just add more to what you have to do on a daily basis anyway? I mean, you have your regular curriculum to deal with. You have the daily ins and outs of what uh, the kids are doing uh, doing in and out of the classroom. So I, I just think that um, you stated it very well in your article, and it's been, uh, it's been posted numerous times on various social media and uh, very well written. So, you know, I just think there's, there's just so much that teachers in general have to do. I mean, two years ago or the beginning of COVID, you guys were scrambling to figure out how you're going to educate kids by, via Zoom and everything else, and, and now there's, a, there's all this other stuff going on. Yeah, and I think for me that's one of the sort of disappointing um, parts of that sort of dynamic and that messaging is that, you know, I think for a lot of us we thought that one of the benefits shutdowns and closures is that we kind of really saw some of the kids we were missing, some of the opportunities we were missing, whether it was student wellness or just making, building better relationships with kids because it was so much more difficult to do online. So I really thought there'd be a bit of a reset in that we are trying to pay attention to student wellness and mental health and the idea that we are going to work hard to build relationships with kids. And that's not because we want to push our values on the kids. It's because research tells us that if we don't have relationships with our kids and if they are not um, well mentally and physically, that they, they can't learn. So you have to have that foundation uh, of a relationship and of wellness before kids can learn, in my case, psychology or other social studies. So I think, you know, for me, it's kind of disappointing that we haven't fully embraced that as a uh, as a nation, I guess, um, because that's really uh, would benefit our kids a lot if we made sure we took care of them first before we we got to the content. Yeah, I mean, I guess the the irony, if you will, uh, of all this was that there was so much time spent during you know the initial stages of COVID during the shutdown, where people were very much advocating, I, I want my kids back in the classroom. You know, uh-huh. uh, being on Zoom is not good for them. I want them back in the classroom. I want them. They need this one to one instruction from our teachers. And and then it's you're back, and they're like, Hey, 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 teachers, what are you doing to my kid? And you're like, I'm doing the I'm doing the one to one instruction you wanted. <laughs> And I think there is a bit bit of a disconnect. This is some old polling data, but there was a a poll a while back where they asked parents, what do you think about your and the teachers teaching your kids? And they actually rated their own schools and their own teachers pretty favorably. But when asked about education or education reform or those types of things, they rate schools differently. And I think it's, you know, if we just remember, like, how public schools are, they're a bunch of people, and they include people serving kids food in the morning, including when we were closed. People got them lunches. Uh, it includes people greeting the kids in the office when they get teachers in classrooms, of course, and principals. So when people, um, you know, have questions about schools, I really just hope, you know, they think about their relationship with how their kids are treated, and parents 
advocate for the kids. If, if a parent doesn't think their child is and, and treatment they deserve and need, um, they should advocate because right. schools bound to do the best we can. Right. And so, yeah, so the the article in Bridge, Michigan, and I, I recommend that people go look it up and, and read it. I think it's very well written, like Mike said, and uh, it says quite a lot. You know, before we let you go, Greg, I guess one of the things we also wanted to ask you about, I mean, so we've kind of touched on these things that are sort of in the spotlight right now. Yeah. What, 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 talk about the joys of being a teacher. What, what, does, what are the positive things that you've gotten out of being an educator? The, the profession is under such fire right now, and yeah, yeah. Um, what is it that you get out of it that you know, makes you still want to come to work each day. Well, you know, I think, like, imagine um, working in an office where you're not dealing directly with people and, and issues and learning. You know, so the the great thing about teaching, in about 25 minutes here, it'll be 30 minutes. We have a bunch of seniors first period, and they roll in a little bit late, a little bit late. <laughs> but um, you know, the kids come in here, and we're face-to-face and we're dealing with things in real time and things that are relevant to kids and to the world i feel like every day i play a tiny you know if you think of any problem whether it's climate change or uh politics or whatever the the solutions to those problems are starting right here in my classroom in about a half hour and so every day i think we kind of know we're part of that it doesn't matter if I'm in a kindergarten classroom or in the middle school. We're all kind of part of looking toward the future. And for me, that's probably the, the biggest draw. I can't, you know, for me, it's just hard to imagine looking at um, spreadsheets or papers all day. And yeah. what we don't like, it's going to be grading because right. that's not really what we see ourselves as here for. Right. And so I guess the, the popular misconception of, you know, well, I became a teacher because I get summers off and, you know, that's uh, yeah, easy. I'm out of the middle of the afternoon. I mean, the, the, the extra time that you guys put in, uh, you know, because uh, you know, your your day doesn't end when the school bell rings, so to speak. I mean, y- your your day is going on. It starts early and it ends late and weekends and, and all the rest to, to get that. Then there has to be some sort of passion for the profession yes. to do that. Yeah, I mean, if, if, so if you were to... If, for most careers, I think if you say, hey, why do you do that? A lot of people went into this because I wanted to make money, right? And if your teacher, if you went to parent teacher, if, if a parent came to me and said, hey, why'd you go to teaching? If I said, well, I did it for the money. First of all, they'd think I'm an idiot because there's not that much money. That's not how you want teaching your kids, right? You don't want someone teaching your kids who's there just for the paycheck right. or just for the summer off. And so, um, I, you know, and I, I think for newer educators or people considering education, off but if you go into school in public education just for the summer off or just because the the bell things at three instead of five find yourself out of the profession within two or three years right that's not really uh what what it's about or what it's like no you have to have a passion for uh for what you do and uh greg obviously by your article it uh it shows and uh we appreciate you joining us this morning for our community spotlight and uh, of course uh, we're we're featuring teachers all month long. Yeah, here on Mike and John got it going uh, on. So yeah, so thank you again, Greg Talberg, social studies teacher at Howell High School, and uh, we w- appreciate you and the folks at the Howell Education Association. Thanks for having me, and thanks for uh, promoting schools and teachers. We appreciate it a lot. Absolutely, all right, Greg. Thanks. All right.
All right, it's uh, Mike and John for this uh, Monday, and uh, yeah, I think everybody has a teacher that uh, you have to look back, and for us, it's a little further back. <laughs> for me, <laughs> to especially. The, to the mists of time. <laughs> but you all have at least one teacher. I have, there's several I can think of at like uh, elementary level or middle school or high school that had an impact on you because they went above and beyond. Or you just do you have a te- with. Is there a teacher like what's the what's your you know great teacher memory teacher? Who do you think of? I I, I have a couple actually, and uh, one it was it was interesting because we were uh, we were at the radio station, and one of my teachers from sixth grade. One of the ways we learned history was by making a movie, and everybody had to sign up for a different uh, different era, uh, maybe a few different eras, and then we we all as sixth graders made this movie, and at the end of the year. It was edited together, and we got to watch what we did. And it was it was all different things of history, whether it was the uh, Prohibition, rock and roll era, World War II, uh, all those kind of things put together. And I happened to connect with that teacher, Ralph Dabaski, on Facebook. And I said, hey, I don't know if you remember me. You know, he was my first uh, uh, male teacher that I could relate to. And uh, he actually brought the movie into the radio station and gave it to me from 1976, the bicentennial year. So, so yeah, it was, it was a, a special thing. And, and we reconnected later. And great to see him, too. Yeah, I, I guess the uh, I, there's several teachers in my mind too, and that's and right. The the reconnecting thing is always kind of cool. Uh, my fifth grade teacher, Mr. Schmidtle, uh, who was he was just a really fun guy, and he always kind of just went with the flow with what. It wasn't just like all right, today kids we're gonna you know, we're just, it was always like whatever we were doing. He would kind of like oh that's interesting. Let's let's build on that. Let's have fun with that. And I remember it now. This this was gonna date me. Uh, where this, uh, this is back in the era of the, the shirt of the him. yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> this is back in the era of, of you remember the Kiss Army. Oh yeah. Okay. And so uh, all the kids had you know the Kiss Army, and that was all the cool kids. And they made paper airplanes uh, and stuff like that. And then so the rest of us, and we couldn't be in the Kiss Army because we weren't cool. We oh you're not allowed to be in the Kiss Army. It was just you know oh you you guys aren't in. So we're like oh yeah. Well we're gonna start the Boston Air Force. And so, there you were, the and Boston so, Air Force. And so we made our own paper, and we decorated them, and, you know, all that. And, and so, and we did this on, like, lunch hour or whatever. a war? You know, and it kind of was. And he came in, and so it's like, you, you could look at that in one sense and go, all right, what's this kid's silliness that's going on? This is stupid. He came in and said, oh, this is very interesting. And then he started talking about the dynamics between different groups and why there are conflicts between this group and that. And he's like, oh, what are the values of the KISS Army? Oh, what I are see. the values of the Boston we Air Force? We have the Republicans yeah. and the Democrats. <laughs> no, he definitely did not get into that at all. But he was like, these are, these but, are, these are conflicts that are. That and it was very interesting. I mean, for a bunch of fifth graders, we're like, whoa, this is, this is pretty cool. I don't um, know what I'm learning, but you know, I think I like it. No, and, and so you have those teachers, right, that, that make that impact on you because they go that extra mile. And, uh, yeah, so we want to thank all the folks at the Howell Education Association and teachers everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, coming up on uh, May 14th, it's just around the corner. Yeah, it is. The Walk for Warmth. John will be losing the stash on that day due to your donations, but keep them coming because I thought... And John doesn't even know that I thought this, but it's, it's I didn't even it, know might think. Be, it might be kind of a fun idea because we were talking about dashing the stash. I think we should just do half. No. <laughs> it's all so or nothing. If you just no. do one half. It's all or nothing. And we're not, like we're not going to do anything. Hey, let's have fun and make it a Charlie Chaplin. No. No. It's all it, or nothing. It's all or nothing. I was saying, no. We're not doing See, no. if you had this half, you could yeah. be unshaved. Then you turn no. this way and you have the, you have the, the stash yeah. gone. No. 
So you don't want to do un- it's all or nothing. Stash. It's all or nothing. And it's, and it's all because we've already reached our fundraising goal. But uh, we want to, of course, We're going for the back that. here now. We're going for 2000 yeah, If we hit $2,000, the back here comes off. We'll arrange to have the back waxed. <laughs> and, and the hair will be donated to somebody that needs it. <laughs> maybe no one needs maybe it. need a blanket. We can no, stuff a, no one a pillow it. with no. it. We're not no. trying. No. <laughs> it will be burned as biohazard waste. Okay. That's, so. It'll be floating around yeah. by the old Harlan High School, like those dandelion oh, things, is, the white fuzzy oh, things that end up in your garage. Is snowing? What is this? <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, right, we hope so. to see you out there uh, yeah. May 14th. You know, uh, our, our good friend, listener, Madonna. Yes. She saw our video yesterday from the Hall Farmer's Market and the new stickers that we were showing yes. off. Do you have the sticker? I, I yeah. have one of them, yeah, but yeah. you have some of the others. This is the yeah. Mike and John. Right. And she was like, I want to make a John, I want to make a John sticker. See that one. And uh, we haven't arranged for that to be on the merch store yet, but it will be soon, I think. And um, You think. Yeah. And so what I told Madonna, uh, I said, you know what? You show up on May 14th at Wild for Warmth, and I'll put one right in your hand. We'll put a, we'll put, oh, we'll put that. that. Yeah. Is this before the stash removal or after yeah. the stash removal? Well, I guess it just her. depends that's when Madonna shows up. <laughs> yeah. We'll do it before. That way there's not... Uh, no, that's, uh, those are the same ones. We don't have any giggle uh, ones? They're in, they're in there. Oh, all right. Yeah. We'll go Because yeah. you know what we got to do? What do we got to do? We got we to gotta go to our trucker mode. Yeah, that's true. Go to trucker mode. Well, you know, speaking of trucker mode, you know, the one thing that all trucks need is a good garage door to come in and out of. Yeah, they do. And the original sponsor of Mike and John Got It Going On was Firehouse Doors, of course. And we want to thank those folks, uh, Mike and Kim Witt, serving residents for 24 years, a family-owned business. They strive to treat each customer like family. Veteran-owned, Mike, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran. And they're your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And for the past 21 years, Firehouse Doors has been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. Call Firehouse Doors today, 810-599-7480. And don't forget, each week we uh, we pick a winner who will get a free 12-point inspection for up to two garage doors and openers. And they also save 10% on all future garage door needs for life. And hopefully this week we'll have the 10 percenter cards. TPC. Yeah, the TPCs to pass out to those folks that uh, we draw. So, uh, yeah, thanks again for Firehouse Doors. Yes. All right. And so, yeah, the other no, the other stickers. Did you? Oh, is that your hat down there? So this one's mine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's put them on. Well, I had mine on while you were doing this. Yeah, I saw that. I was yeah. Well, I was taking care of business. And you were goofing around. You know, you gotta get right. your business done. Right. This is how Calvin wears his when he's <laughs> peeing on stuff. <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you reenact that? <laughs> no, we're not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want me to be on the floor in your basement, I, no, there's, <laughs> I have a shirt from a previous employer I could bring down for you. So, you know. Yeah, these are these are yeah. one or of a kind or two of a kind. Yeah. But we're we're these thinking are fl- about these are floor models. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go on the dummies. Yes, yeah. <laughs> on display. These so, are the R and D. This is straight out of R and D. So if you would like a Gigo trucker hat yeah. with the breathable air part, oh, yeah. let us know. So we can let Danae know that there's a demand. Danae. The uh, demand for the trucker hat. Well, yeah. Right. You know uh, what you do when you're a trucker? You what? talk on the CB. That's do true. they use CBs anymore now that they're cell phones? I think so. What was your, what was your code name again? Meatball. Your, your meatball. Yeah. Yeah, Meatball. Yeah. We're eastbound and down. Right. Noted up and trucking. Yeah. All right. That was back in that's, the day. That's, I, used to, I think it's I used to do, dirt hat. I used to do crank calls on the CB. Boy, uh, talk about dating myself again. Yeah. Uh, until a, hey, tr- a trucker, the horn. A tr- a trucker yelled at me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do that when you're on vacation. You're driving by. Yeah, right. You're on 75 going to Florida. You know, 
I just wonder, how many truckers are like, yeah, yeah. How I'm, many truckers wanted to, to give I, the kid the finger? Whatever. I'm driving here, kid. Yeah, we're busy. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we also, uh, if you didn't see this on the uh, the video from when we were uh, live at uh, Howell Market, yeah. our other no, Don't forget, we have a podcast audience, too. Yes, we they do. Can't see, they can't see these. You know, so Open your eyes. you got to remember to to illustrate for our oh, podcast yeah. audience. I forgot. It's not just what's on the camera. I forgot now that we're video stars as opposed to radio people. I didn't forget about you people on podcast. He You're does. still important to me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so... So we have these other stickers yeah. that we came up with. These are the minis. Yes, we've got mini these like, are the minis phone stickers for your, your, phone, or your laptop. Or, or if you have a travel oh, mug, sure. you want to make your own. There you go. Like I did. Now, we had maybe people ask us, what's Gigo mean? Gigo. Yeah. Well, Gigo. Got it going on, of course. Yeah. Gigo. Got it going yeah. on. All right. So we have those stickers, too. Yeah. And you know what? I think there may be another day this week where we'll be allowed out and about. If, if our wives will let us, um, we'll be out and about. Oh, they'll let us out. Like, please go. Um, <laughs> like a dog that has to pee. Yeah, yeah, to, get out. To give some more of these away. Yeah. What do you think? I think so. Think we can do that? I think we can. Although it won't be in Howell. No. We, we, we got we we, to we, we spread, we spread ourselves around. Hey, ladies. We can't be limited. We can't just <laughs> limit ourselves. I got to, you know, I got to play the field. Oh, yeah. He's a player. <laughs> Look here, Howell. You know, I love you and all, but I got to get myself around a little oh. bit. You know, you know, Brighton oh, and Fowlerville and Pinkney want a little bit of this, too, you know. High demand in Fowlerville oh, for the king. Oh, damn right they are. Sure. <laughs> so we'll, we'll do that a little bit uh, later this week, I think. Right. We may do a double shot in Brighton. A double shot? Yeah. Are you crazy? Yeah. Not your mama's A-track. No, it's not your mama's A-track. It's Jethro Tull. <laughs> you know, I kind of forgot. I thought these were bigger. You know, once uh, yeah. Donna gave yeah, this to us, I mean, it is, it's an actual real Are you track. thinking of like a radio cart? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. When right, we, so when in the old days of radio, back in the day. most of your elements, music, commercials, things like that, were on what a thing that things? looked like an A-track, and it was called a cart. It was a little bit bigger than this. Yeah. And you would plug them in and hit play, and, uh, and you know, that's back in the day, because when, yeah. when I started now radio, I started with 45s. Yep. Oh boy! And things remember, like its size doesn't matter. No, it does not. All We've right. got all sizes. All right, so we're we're going to put the uh, yeah. Jethro Tull eight track. Yeah, where do you want to put it? Probably right back with uh Should we put it with our our superhero guys? Yeah, why don't you make, make, see if you can arrange it right in front? Uh, maybe if they could, uh, maybe they can. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay, perfect. And for our podcast audience, Mike is now placing the eight track right between the two action figures, and they're called. Mayor Mike and Thunder John. Thunder John. Yes. So. Sunday. <laughs> so yeah. my mother-in-law has had uh, extreme uh, pain, hmm. neuropathy, fibromyalgia. Right. And she went to the greenhouse yesterday. Okay. So I want to thank uh, uh, Michelle and Ashley and, of course, Jerry. For taking care of her because she's had this pain for a long, long time. So we said, well, why don't you go to the greenhouse? So she did. And they took care of her with different creams and things like that. So the greenhouse in Wald Lake, a sponsor of Mike and John, got it going on. Because my mother-in-law listens and watches the show. She watches the show. So you don't have to describe what we're doing okay. if we do this. Mike is now talking about his mother-in-law. 
<laughs> so my wife took her in, and they yeah. they took very good care of her. So right. I want to thank everybody at the greenhouse, locally owned and operated greenhouse owner Jerry Millen. has been involved in Michigan's cannabis community for over 15 years. A grower, caregiver, advocate, has a lot of knowledge, and he teaches that and passes it along to his staff, which can do the best for you. And they want they want to take services directly here in Brighton. Right, well. right. And, uh, of course, he's looking to bring a facility to Brighton. They already do deliveries to Brighton. And, uh, you know, when they we've talked about the, the uh, slogan they have, you know, they want to serve everyone from soccer moms to seniors. Obviously, Mike, you're, the example you're giving is, like, this is, this is true. This is not sure. just some slogan. Uh, you know, all kinds of people, uh, uh, you know, go to the greenhouse to receive uh, different types of, Things like sleep gummies, for instance, you can stop in there, talk to one of their bud tenders, a uh, wide variety of flavors and dosages, and they'll work with you to develop an individualized regimen. Um, and, you know, again, aches, pains, anxiety, all kinds of things that can be uh, possibly treated uh, by the folks at the greenhouse. Quality, safe, legal, and effective cannabis needs. GreenhouseMI.com. And Walt Lake and Pontiac Trail, the greenhouse. All right. So our two-cent history lesson, are we ready for it today? Let's see. Let's you got the stickers. We got the, where's the agenda? Let me t- yeah. let me check out check the, agenda the agenda here, will you? which was well typed out or written in my right. handwriting. All right, wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold the phone. All right, we are off to a bad start here on a Monday. Well, it is a Monday. Yeah. Okay. Rewind back to the interview that we did with Greg Talberg. All right. right. Am which I was doing our, the backup which, or the which, rewind? Which was, <laughs> yeah, that was the, all right. For so you, let's, okay, let's for you on the podcast, yeah. I'm rewinding. <laughs> Those that aren't seeing us. <laughs> that was just like a cassette, was. wasn't it? All right. So <laughs> this will be the part before. <laughs> okay, there we are. Right now we found it. Got it. <laughs> this was the part right before we talked to Greg. All right. Hey, today's community spotlight is sponsored by Jordan Genso with the Genso team at Remax Platinum. We saw him downtown yesterday did. with his kid. As a community-focused real estate agent, he's once again spending the month of May doing what he has dubbed Main Street May, where yeah. each uh, day he'll be using his Facebook page to highlight a different business on Main Street in Brighton, encouraging everyone to take a moment each day this month to support the businesses that build our community. People who interact with his post will have a chance to win a $10 gift card to that business. For instance, yesterday he visited Buff City Soap. Hey, we know them. We've been to Buff City yes. Soap. And uh, so just find that post on his Jordan Genso Community Servant Community Realtor page for your chance to win that gift card. All right, now, now Let me we'll, fast forward past All right, now we're going to do the interview. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, fast forward. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> hey, once again, our community spotlight sponsors Jordan Genso with the Genso team. Hey, be a little more serious on this show. <laughs> okay. Who was making the sound effects? <laughs> you know, if you need me to do sound effects for you on your phone or anything, that's right. If you would, give us a call. Oh, yeah. Michael Winslow, get out of the way. <laughs> Find him on Facebook, Jordan Genso, that is. Jordan Genso, community servant, community realtor, and do your part to support small business. This is this Main Street, May, and I swear, Jordan, tomorrow we'll do it correctly. It's <laughs> a so Monday. Give us a break, all right? All right. Well, it's May. Where did April go, Mike? Where did April go? I don't know where April went. She's lost. <laughs> Looking for March. <laughs> if you would like, you know, uh, as we mentioned with the trucker hats, yes. if you are interested in those, either contact us through our email. Yeah. Mike and John, for the win at gmail.com, or call Spirit of Livingston and let them know, hey, we want those Gigo trucker hats. Yeah. 517-545-8833. 
or go online, spiritoflivingston.com. But if you call the number, 545-8831, Talk to Danae. Yeah. Say, hey, ask for Danae. Danae. I want to talk to Mike and John's personal uh, uh, designer, Designer. Danae. Yeah. He's got a box of the hats that aren't printed up yet. No. But if you want one. They they were just shipped from the fashion houses in Paris. (laughs) Sure, they're imported. Just go with it. They're French. (laughs) (laughs) French trucker hats. You know, French truckers, they don't get the the respect they deserve. (laughs) Wee-wee. In other words, I have to pull over it because I have to go (laughs) wee-wee. So, spiritoflivingston.com. All right. Dear Lord. (laughs) We're off to a great start for May. What is happening here? Today is Melanoma Monday. Yeah, the first day in May. Uh, First Monday in May, anyway, is uh, is Melanoma Monday. Got to be, you know, uh, on top of that. It's National Life Insurance Day. It's also National Truffles Day and Baby Day. It's Giggo Day, too. Giggo. My big baby. 1792 on this day. All right. Congress established the Philadelphia Mint. Did they put that in their mint julep? Or? <laughs> the Philly Mint. The Philadelphia Mint. The Philly Mint. It's like a, a filament. It's a, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what a Philly Mint smells like? <laughs> Steak and cheese. <laughs> hey <sighs> Joseph Dixon on this day in 1827. Joseph Dixon. Joe Dixon began manufacturing lead pencils. There were no erasers on no. those pencils. Really? And yeah. this yeah. is not a Dixon pencil. No, it's not. It would be a big Dixon if it was. <laughs> Check out the big Dixon that that guy has. <laughs> Look at the eraser on that thing. <laughs> the first e- The first Easter season egg roll was held on the grounds of the White House, 1877. (laughs) Have a little vanilla with your coffee. It was on this day in 1966, the Soviet Union's Luna 10 became the first spacecraft to orbit the moon. What happened to Luna 1 through 9? Well, they didn't orbit the moon. (laughs) I guess not. But if you're going to orbit it, Right. What are you teasing it? Like, I'm going to land on you. No, I'm not. Right. I'm chicken. Too That's chicken. The Soviets didn't know how to, you know. They didn't know how to land. They didn't know how to close the deal. Yeah. You know, like showing up in a wiener mobile for prom. <laughs> you got to know how to close the deal. I'm going to close the deal here with my wiener mobile. <laughs> <laughs> it was on this day in 1978. Uh, Velcro went on sale for the first time. Don't we have some? Yeah, we do have some. Do we have some Velcro? Yeah. We oh, what are you? I'm okay. getting the Velcro. Oh, okay. I got the Velcro. This is for our calendar. Right. I think it's Velcro. Oh, wow. yeah. this, uh, you know what? Hold on, before you make this sound, uh, this is going to be specially part. for our podcast audience. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> this is John putting his shoes on in the it's morning. Right. <laughs> no, no. It's not. That is not at all because it's also where you go, me bending over. <laughs> ah, okay. There you go. We got me to do it. Left right. one. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Velcro. 1978. Uh, Such idiots. 1990 in England, Eric Clapton was fined over $500 for speeding at what? 105 miles per How hour. How could he do that? He was also banned for driving for three months. Won't have any of that. So much for being the slow hand. Mariah Carey, 2001, signed the richest recording deal in history at the time. The richest in history, you yes. say? Mariah Carey, 2001, a 31-year-old singer, signed a deal with Virgin 
for three albums worth over $90 million. She had sold over 120 million records worldwide, scoring 14 U.S. number one singles. A John Lennon school book, since we're celebrating teachers, 2006, containing the 12-year-old's drawing of Lewis Carroll's poem, The Walrus and the Carpenter, was sold at auction for $239,733. The poem inspired John Lennon to write, I am the walrus. Cuckoo Kachoop. You got to wonder if that was on that, yeah. that drawing school book. Hexpert, Texpert, Choking Smokers. Don't you think the Joker laughs at you? I am the walrus. Cuckoo Kachoo. Sitting on a cornflake, waiting for the van to come. What's in the van? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean my Wienermobile? <laughs> <laughs> he tried to write, waiting for sitting on a court, waiting for the Wienermobile to come. It just didn't. No, they never showed. Didn't work. Yeah. Oscar Mayer was still in, in the blueprint stages back then. And finally, uh, 2012, a pastel version of the Scream by Norwegian painter. Nothing beats a Norwegian painter. I always say, "How's that?" Edvard Munch. Munch. Edvard. Yeah. Edvard. Yeah. Edvard. Edvard Munch sold for 119 million dollars. And change. All right. Have you ever seen the the scream? The scream. It's is like, that that? The, uh, yeah, it's it's from like the movie, right? No. I, well, I, I guess with that guy. kind of. Yeah, maybe yeah. sort of. Uh, yeah, that look. <gasps> now, how are you going to explain that to the <clears throat> to the podcast audience? John is right. making you a very what? long, extended face maybe with his hands. I. You know what? You know, there's a setting on your. Um, uh, you know, if you're uh, like on your TVs now, smart TVs, they have a setting where it's like, it's called like adaptive listening or whatever. Where it's really, and it's for people that have, you know, visual impairments or sure. whatever. And it's like literally describing everything that's on the screen. Right. <laughs> so, so some friends of ours, we were talking about, they, some friends of ours watched an entire show and they didn't realize that this, they thought it was the narration for the show. And they're uh. like, this show's really weird. Why is the narrator describing everything? And then they only realized after the fact, like, oh, we had this adaptive thing on because it literally is like you know yeah. and john is john sitting in a chair john puts his hands to the side of his face and makes a oh face <laughs> it's almost like you're at a bowling for dollars tournament <laughs> listening to john describe <laughs> now you story <laughs> i had to do that that okay. was a salute quite frankly yeah. to oh. uh to sandra bullock in uh in miss congeniality because oh, well, yeah. she snorted a couple times <laughs> she did <laughs> And so did William Shatner backstage. <laughs> hey I think on All that right. note, <laughs> we have to wrap things up. We want to thank Fairchild of Bell and Rice CPAs for being one of our sponsors. Also, Murphy's Family Auto. Call Murphy's Family Auto today for an appointment, 517-552-3040. Murphy's Family Auto, your car knows. Tell yeah. them John, Mike and John sent you, or John and Mike, and they'll give you 5% off your bill. You would hope. If you say Mike and John, you get the 5%. Yeah. If you say John and Mike, maybe not. We get ten percent that way. I don't think so. My wife has texted me. It's up on the screen. Uh, I can't read is it. What is she saying? Right no, I went away. Never mind. Uh, All right, John's wife is texting him. I'm <laughs> doing the show right now. <laughs> Please don't text during the show. <laughs> Where did April go? You've been giggling with Mike and John. And your mom saw you. Giggle on. Huh? 
just gave me the zip it. I did. Zip it. Let the ladies sing. Kitty and I, Cougar, by the way. I didn't know that we had the I, new version. Yeah, that's the, the new ending. Gigaway. By the way, Kitty and Cougar, <clears throat> we set up our secret microphones. You know what? Actually, this is going to be the post-show content. This is the post-show All content. All right, so show's over. If you want to see the post-show content, you got to go to YouTube. For those of you that are hard for hearing, yeah. the show is over! <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to the post show content. <laughs> Bye.